Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me, drinking an ice-cold Coke Zero, is Charles Chuck, second-tallest libertarian, Thompson. Mm, so good when it hits your lips. You know, I really need to counteract all my Coke Zeros with this water. Yeah, that's I was. I, I sat I down, and I feel like I felt the Coke Zero shift. When I sat down earlier, there you go, drinking water. Do you have Coke Zero in uh, that thing also? No, it's water. Give me a... Give water me, or vodka, you have no idea. I don't really drink vodka that much, but... Not that much? Do you have a little bit? I have it before in my life. I just yeah. wasn't my drink of choice. I'm more of a of a fake whiskey bourbon guy. You don't I'm like not, real ones? No, I like, I like real bourbon, too. I'm just not one of those bourbon connoisseurs. Oh, yeah. I, I do like delicious bourbon. It's not like I don't, um, but I'm not out there, you know smelling and sifting through the barrels to make sure I find the perfect drop. Well, with, uh, with a cigar in one hand and a, I'm not either. And one single sphere ice cube in the other. I'm not like that either <laughs> anymore. I used to be actually, I liked it in my coffee yeah. in the morning. That's what you do. Pour a little bit of bourbon in your coffee. Then you had vodka for lunch. And then you there. have vodka right after as a chaser just to wash it down. Yeah, we got a comment. I remember we got a review about how nobody wants to hear about our I know, I know. previous drunken stories. Well, you know what? Don't listen to the show then. <laughs> Mitchell. Mitchell. So is your wife, Mitchell. Well, I, I wanted to tell you guys, if you're here to listen to any of the Senate impeachment talk, anything like that, anything about what's going on with impeachment, you're going to need to listen to another podcast. I have no idea what's going yeah. on. I'll I actually have not been paying attention to it whatsoever. Um, if you want to hear a little bit about that, then maybe go listen to uh, go listen to Ben Shapiro or something like that for today. I'm not saying forever. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying today because that's not really what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about things that really matter like the bachelor like the, exactly <laughs> but we do have to talk about that <laughs> but um you set me up perfectly for that one didn't Be even know it before we do that we have to watch <laughs> this and now a lot of you guys have already seen it but we have to play it just so we can get a nice good laugh in before the show yes before this very important show where our first story is this about the might bachelor. be the best cat video ever made it by is the way this tops all the other cat videos on youtube i think it is I swear to god i i haven't laughed that hard at a video in a really long time i was crying yeah i'm actually tearing up thinking about how hard <laughs> i was crying earlier all right well i'm gonna play it for everyone real quick just in case you haven't seen it uh, and for anyone who's listening because you're not going to know what's going on at all well, this is a Zoom call between, I believe, a judge and some lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the lawyers accidentally has this cat filter put on his camera. And so he's talking, but his face... On the record. <laughs> his face is a cat. On the record. And it's making the most glorious eyes. Just look, I mean, it's so good that you'll have, to, you'll have to go find the video. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. All right, so if you want to go find that. But for everyone who's watching live, because they are Patreon supporters of ours, well, let's watch this real quick. Get a good laugh in. I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're trying to... We're tr can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter... It, the, it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's 
I'm here live. It's not that I'm not a cat. <laughs> I can I can see that. Um, I think if you more, click the art, that's I'm here live. It's not that I'm not a cat. <laughs> So if you want to look that uh, up can, real quick, then go go look up, uh, just search cat. Well, it's actually, I typed in cat and it came up as cat lawyer. <laughs> so pretty so funny. Good. You can search, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I watched that laughing with yeah. my wife last night. And, and you can't help but kind of feel just a little bit bad because this whole transition to oh, I everything working from home and, and <laughs> Zoom for everything. If there's not, already a gift out there. If you're not up on the technology, then you're going to have a tougher time keeping up with that and and knowing how to turn important things like your cat filter off when you're on Zoom <laughs> is one of those things that really only us millennials know how to do. I'm literally you know? crying. It's, it's 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 that funny. It's really good stuff. And the the fact that when he's looking down the eyes of the cat are looking down the beginning <laughs> when he first goes, "Uh, uh judge." Uh, can you hear me? <laughs> oh man! I'm not a cat. I swear to God, <laughs> nothing crazy happened. Charlie, it's just and then the other part of it. Sorry, the other part of it was the lawyer above him was trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> just had a big smile on his face and was just kind of leaning back. I hope that they had a good laugh about it yeah. and that it wasn't super serious. You know, but I hope so too. Charlie, you are upset about something today. Yeah. Well, so uh, my lady. Uh, Stephanie, um, my girlfriend, she's, uh, she's awesome. We, one of our favorite shows to watch. He is had the, to mention that due to a binding contract. <laughs> contract that stipulates I that, my that Stephanie is awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> Every time I mention her name <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, we are fans of the bachelor now, not because of what you all might think. It's not because we don't watch the show in hopes of that someone finds love. No, that's not why we watch it. We watch it because of the drama and the reactions and everything that goes on is absolutely hysterical. Now I will say the bachelorette is not as good. Um, for me, at least I don't know anybody else that's on these, uh, franchise shows or not, but, uh, it's, uh, it's not as good, but the bachelor, man, these people that fall in love so quickly and the, the girls get catty with each other and, uh, this person's a queen and this person's running their mouth or whatever. It's, you, you it's like, hilarious. You like the bachelor more because you, you imagine yourself now I'm not saying you want this but guys would probably be more apt to watch the bachelor because the idea is all See these girls the hero all these yeah you're the hero and exactly. you're the guy that all the girls are doing the best job they possibly can to get to like them mm -hmm. and so a guy would probably want to watch the bachelor instead of the bachelorette but also the drama is not the same on the bachelorette yeah it's not even stephanie will say that so i, I don't know if it's just that there's other things but anyway I don't know if you guys have seen the reason why we're talking about The Bachelor today is because there's a contestant on there. Her name is Rachel Kirk Connell. Rachel Kirk Connell. She appears to be a front runner. She's actually in my top uh, three. <laughs> so we we have a whole we have a whole spreadsheet yeah. and uh, an actual like uh, it's like a fantasy football draft, honestly. The first show we like pick our top six, then we narrow down to top three. Is there the something kind of gross about this? Third or fourth episode, and then we, you know we try to get it right. Like last year, we picked Maddie, and we got it wrong by one, even though he really wanted to be with Maddie. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> the front runner, Rachel Kirk Connell, um, is is under heat right now. Mm. She is being charged by the woke police as being a complete 
uh, racist. Mm. And so we need to talk about this because I pulled this from ScreenRant.com, by the way. And it says how Bachelor Nation responded to alleged Southern ball pictures of Rachel. So she attended. This has happened when she was like 18, by the way. So last week, photos of the Bachelor frontrunner Rachel Kirk Connell attending an antebellum theme party surfaced. Bachelor Nation has been reacting and not so well. Would it be okay if it was just an A-themed party? <laughs> no, if it was just an A, if they should have changed it to yeah. A-themed. On The Bachelor, Rachel has emerged as a frontrunner after her shopping date with Matt. They each confessed on the date that they were falling for each other. Matt hasn't said this to anyone else in the season yet, although I'm sure he probably will. However, outside of the show, Rachel was already in hot water with fans because of her social media activity. Several people came forward at the beginning of the season saying Rachel bullied them in the past for liking black men. She also recently reposted a QAnon graphic on her Instagram and was seen liking MAGA posts. MAGA posts? <laughs> she, she's, she was seen did you, liking... Is that like a witness comes forward to the woke police station and and says that they are a witness to I need, a? I need to report something. I need to report something. Uh, I saw someone. I saw someone like you, Megapost. Uh, you won't, I, I you won't this believe girl, this. I saw this girl like a Megapost the other day, and they're hyperventilating. Well, can you pick her out of a lineup? It's causing so much anxiety. <laughs> the latest controversial photos show her at a sorority party dressed in traditional Old South style clothing. The party was held on the grounds of a former former antebellum plantation. Oh, no. Mm. Bachelor alum and fans alike were uh, incensed by the photos. Olivia Cardi, she was a contestant before. She said, quote, this is downright vile and LOL at people excusing it because this is, quote, common. These are white privileged kids who are dressing up and glorifying a time in which slave owners dehumanize black people. So there, there's so much to say about, let me get through the article because there's a lot of things I want to say about this. Uh, she continued on, quote, being not racist is not enough. It's not enough to not be racist. Uh, I mean, in that statement, you're basically arguing, I know she's not a racist, but that's not enough. We're going to have to treat her like she is a racist. That's yeah. what you're going to have to do. You do. <laughs> it's insane, man. Um so continuing on here, uh, she's uh, another another contestant, previous contestant, Ashley wrote, uh, and see how they frame this. So she posted on Twitter, if you are educated, you know what this is not simply a, you know that this is not simply a Southern theme. This is romanticizing the antebellum South. Um, and so another person said this is unacceptable and wildly ignorant however he also mentioned he has uh he was told rachel would be making a statement soon uh and then it says rachel hasn't spoken about her oh sorry this is the best line this is at the very end rachel hasn't spoken about her racist behavior as of today <laughs> so <laughs> so they're already saying that so first of all we've already gone over what the word antebellum means antebellum by definition just means before the war now, more specifically in America, it means before the Civil War. But let me tell you something, Nate. How many things were going on before the Civil War? Was it only slavery? No. Was it like slavery was the only thing that existed? No, there were a lot of people who lived before the Civil War, and they probably had dinners and things like that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, there were 
garments made before that. Let me um, tell you something. Most people didn't own slaves before the Civil War or during. I just went ahead and I, I looked up a few things that were invented before the Civil War. Uh, that was during the anti. These were these are antebellum inventions. Ooh, made. we got to get rid of them. Bifocals. Those of you that wear bifocals, what? they were invented what? in 1784. What did you say? So if you you're canceled, <laughs> I am the woke police, and I am scared, and I have anxiety that you are wearing bifocals, which are they come from an era where uh, sl- what what was that? Well, by she, wearing them, there? by wearing them, I'm romanticizing the antebellum glasses. Yeah, that's what I what I am doing. Uh, oh, glorifying a time in which slave owners dehumanize black people. So by wearing bifocals now, Nate, I mean, got to tell you, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one sounds a little ironic, but in 1792, the cracker was invented. <laughs> now I'm referring to the biscuit, like the little, <laughs> my son loves crackers and uh, the saltines, like, you know, they, they weren't invented yet until 1792. Um, cupcakes. <laughs> Cupcakes were invented in 1796, so better not have your cupcakes. Uh, fire hydrants. So <laughs> the fire hydrant was invented in 1801, so now if your house is on fire, you better let that thing burn. You don't want to be hooking up you to You would be romanticizing fire something that was from the antebellum times. Yeah. Dental floss was invented in 1850. Well, I've been so adhering to that one for a while. I better, hate floss. You yeah. better stop. The graham cracker invented in 1829. I mean, this is just uh, 1834, the combine harvester. Ooh. So combines were invented. Now, just to remind you guys, most people, I'm obviously, it's. I feel like it's self-evident that slavery is a terrible thing. Mm. Like, Did you say it out loud, though, in the Twitter <laughs> post? I'm just, I feel like that's so obvious. that. But it's. But I actually have to say it out loud to say, that what I'm about to say, I'm not diminishing or minimizing slavery at all or what black people went through, how they were treated is absolutely terrible. But before slavery, if you know, if you know and understand history, most Americans didn't own slaves. At the peak of slavery, 1.4% of Americans owned slaves. 1.4% at the, at the peak. Yeah. So you're telling me these dresses and stuff. They, they were literally the evil one percenters. In fact, most plantation owners didn't have slaves plantation isn't necessarily a representation of having slaves a plantation is a representation of having a farm mm-hmm. and you know who worked the farmed in most families the family because that's all they could afford because that because peak, actually slavery was expensive because at the peak only 1.4 percent of the u.s owned slaves and so yes most most of the farmhouses if i were her man i would love to to fight this fight in open, Do you mean like an open battle physically? No. Is that a, are you with words? Okay. I thought I maybe wa- like I would want to come on um, whatever ET entertainment tonight or whatever. I would want to come on the show and have somebody interview me and they're going to tell me like, do you denounce that you went to this party? And I'd be like, no, no, nope. Sure. Don't. We had a great time. We didn't No, Nobody reminisced about slavery at all at this party. We just wore old dresses and we laughed and had a good time. And it was a, it was a beautiful building. And if there were slaves there, I mean, I, I am against slavery, 100%. But that party had nothing to do with romanticizing the, the slavery. But you see how they frame these things. You see how they frame it when they say um, an educated person. So any educated person, which means if you have an argument against it, then you're automatically not educated. The, the, the Ashley said, if you are educated, 
you know that this is not simply a Southern th theme. So if you think of that, it's only a Southern theme. Well, then clearly you're uneducated. Mm -hmm. You're just uneducated. And so, you know, I feel for this Rachel girl. She hasn't said anything. I wouldn't either. I would take my time. And then I would come out and I would do the full press circle mm -hmm. and I would tell him my mind and I would run through all of these stats and all these statistics and ask, you know, and I would hope one of my interviews was wearing bifocals or something that was invented during the same era so that I could cancel them with my wokeness. It's just, and I was telling Stephanie too, when we were talking about this, I'm like, and, and I was telling Nate before the show, it's, it's amazing to see the, how closely related the woke crowd is the woke police telling on their neighbors and going back and trying to cancel everybody, how close that is to what happened like in Soviet, the Soviet union and Germany when everybody was telling on their neighbors and you had snitches, you had snitches for snitches, <laughs> like snitches were snitching on snitches that snitched on snitches. And you had all these people going around trying to cancel each other, trying to be better than the other person. Like, look how good I am. I could be part of the state. You can't, I'm a comrade. You're not, you know, you're, you're, you know, part of the people that we need to get rid of. And right now we're, we're getting rid of these people on Twitter and we're ruining their careers and all that stuff. But eventually we're, they're going to want to put them in the grave. That's where that's, this goes. That's what the, and I'm not, the only reason why I know that's because of history. So if they use these types of things. And so I had to put this in there today, not just to talk about the bachelor, but I find it so unbelievably ridiculous that because a girl went to a party where she wore a dress that I bet it wasn't made in 16 or 1700s. It's <laughs> no, no, it made. probably wasn't. Yeah, no, it just resembled. No, they'll address. They'll probably keep going back in time too, because what I'm also imagining is like, well, anything before them, before then is antebellum. So like, what if people get together and they reenact the, uh, the uh, revolutionary war or something like that? That's, there were slaves at that time. Actually, anything before the year 1860s something like that in the united states anything from before that there would be slavery and actually anything reenacting anything from around the entire world there would there would have been slavery at that time slavery is a grotesque part of human history but it's happened since the beginning in fact there are still slaves today mm -hmm. okay and it's absolutely terrible and grotesque and we should absolutely not be a part of celebrating slavery whatsoever, but going to a Southern ball and having a dance when you're 18 with your friends in no way is shouting at black people that they want slavery back. It's just absolutely appalling. And I'm pissed. This makes me pissed. Well, this I can tell come to, I can tell she was definitely your front runner for the show. So <laughs> Charlie, let me tell, She's let me tell you something. Three, I'm telling you, so this is uh, this is important. All right. When you get up in the morning, do you make yourself some coffee? Sure do, man. I always get up in the morning. I make myself a little bit of coffee. I, I love little, coffee. I I have several cups. I have too many cups every day. Mm. I've got I got narcolepsy, so I have an I have an excuse. I need some of that sweet, some of that sweet bean goodness every single day is what I have to have. If you guys are looking for some coffee and also some coffee that kind of goes along with our beliefs and the things that we believe in in the show so you want to support people who support liberty check out run your mouth coffee all right run your mouth coffee 
It was founded by two liberty-loving podcasters, John Odermatt. You guys have heard of him before. He's on Lines of Liberty, Finding Freedom on Lines of Liberty. And Ben Pangy, which is Homesteads and Homeschools. Check out both of those podcasts, by the way. Ben and John have set out to bring fresh, roasted, delicious coffee to your doorstep and use these bold beans as a vehicle to promote uncensored speech. So if you're worried about free speech right now, because we kind of are, I mean, heck, you can't even dress up like a slave owner anymore. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. <laughs> run your mouth. Run your mouth. Coffee takes your freedom to speak and express yourself seriously. All right. So they need to send some over to the bachelor, to the whole set over there. That's what they need to be using. And they'll be fine. I recommend that that is what they do. Mm. Their coffee is roasted to order. That means that when you receive it, it's going to be fresh roasted coffee at its peak flavor. When you order it, it's going to be fresh roasted coffee, all right? Mm-mm-mm. All the varieties are available in ground and whole beans. So if you don't have yourself a bean grinder, <laughs> you can get it then you can get it ground, pre-ground for you, all right? You guys can get 10% off and free shipping by using the promo code Good Morning. Good morning. Hey, that's great us. promo code for coffee. Good. That is a good coffee promo code. That's, that's about the best coffee promo code you could ever use. Good morning. Get you 10% off and free shipping. That is rymcoffee.com. So it's run your mouth coffee, but it's rymcoffee.com. Good your mouth morning, run your mouth coffee. All right, guys. So if you, I mean, if you get coffee and you drink it, and that's something you do every day, why not support a company that supports your right to free speech? And some great guys that we know. I know, you know, a lot of other guys, not so good. These guys, amazing. Yeah. Other people, terrible. Yeah, quit right? buying Starbucks. That stuff tastes like crap anyway. They don't fresh roast it for you. Go get yourself some run-your-mouth coffee. Okay, so there's actually a really important story here that, honestly, since Charlie has a hard stop at four, this is going to take our time. This is actually, this is really bad. So you remember that whole AB5 thing in California that was changing uh, your ability to be an independent contractor and the making them uh, employees instead mm-hmm. affecting things like Uber and Lyft and all that. Well, the entire the entire U.S. government would now like to adopt AB5 and make it into uh, this new federal law, even nullifying some of the state's laws when it comes to this. Oh, perfect. all right. This is a terrible, terrible idea. This comes from fee.org. Mr. Brad Palumbo wrote this. I think we've heard of him before. Go back and listen last week. We had him on the show. So the Democrats just reintroduced a labor law that would destroy Uber. And it could actually pass this time. That's a that's a problem. The PRO Act, which... Of Dem- course. <laughs> of course, it's the PRO Act. The PRO Act. Okay. Which Democrats just reintroduced with sponsors, including Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Uh, that's Mr. Incited the Erection, just in case you guys don't know who that is. <laughs> Among many other things, the bill would severely restrict the legal definition of independent contractors in a way that would largely end the gig economy as we know it. Mm. He's not just sensationalizing everything and talk, just talking worst case into the world scenario. These are things that would actually happen under this bill. I read the bill today because I saw this story. And I was like, I need to actually see what's in it. And so I actually went through a lot of it and pulled out pieces of it that are that are very important. The legislator's stated intention is to protect workers and bolster their rights under law. Though the reclassification of independent contractors, uh, 
Through the reclassification of independent contractors, Democrats hope to force gig economy companies to hire workers as full employees and thus provide them accompanying salaries and benefits. This is a quote. I mean, listen, we're just trying to help the people, okay? That's it. That's all we're trying to do. From Pelosi. The men and women of labor are the backbone of our economy and the foundation of our strength. That reminds me of uh, the campaign where, remember, everything is the backbone of our our economy. Libertarian podcasters are the backbone of our economy. <laughs> Indonesian farm workers are the backbone of the U.S. economy. Like they, they just yeah. go through all these crazy things. <clears throat> With American workers seeing their lives and livelihoods devastated by the ongoing pandemic and economic crisis, the reintroduction of the PRO Act is more important than ever. Good Lord. <laughs> Did I say good Lord? As if the businesses would just be like, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, your major corporations would. It's the mom and pop shops that have uh, trouble keeping up with things. Yeah, like I this. mean, this is a this is something that maybe Uber can handle. And in fact, Uber stock was up a bunch today. Uh, they can probably handle it, although they're going to have to fire technically not fire, but they're going to have to let go a lot of people. Uh, but at the end of the day, they'll be able to figure this out because they're the biggest company in this space. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to figure it out. Who's not going to be able to are all of the companies who use independent contractors to fulfill their needs. So they're talking about Uber in this article, but there are there are millions of people who just work under the status of an independent contractor. So let me tell you a couple things that are in this bill. All right. So it's going to ensure that employees are not misclassified as independent contractors and deny protections of the NLRA, which is going to be the National Labor relations act i don't know i just made that up the definition of employee is uh going to be amended to clarify these things the individual is free from the employer's control so you're going to be an employee unless you are free from the employer's control in connection with the performance of the service both under the contract for the performance of the service and in fact uh, the service is performed outside the usual course of the business of the employer so that would be, you would be able to get out of being an actual employee. The first one is a big one I have an issue with because they call this, you're being controlled by the company mm-hmm. if they choose to not use you as an independent contractor anymore, which is insane. I've used the analogy because I did house flipping for a while. And if I was having people come in to do drywall in the houses and they did a terrible job and the homeowner said that they were terrible and I decided I'm not going to use them anymore, I'm going to use a different person who says they'll work as an independent contractor. I've technically just exerted my control over that person who wants to be an employee doing drywall for me. He can go work for anybody else. It's it's completely Until he runs out of people to screw over. What you actually notice in this is that this is a bill that has been totally written and controlled by unions. Most of the bill are all union rules and protections, Mm -hmm. which is going to go into the NLRA. A couple of the most egregious... They're going to prohibit... Now, this is not just going to be for independent contractors. This is also inside of the saying they're going to prohibit employers from replacing employees who strike. So if you go on strike and they get rid of you and replace you with someone else who wants to do the job for the wage that you're paying, you can't do it. Can't do it. It's illegal. It's illegal now. To, to replace them. This is okay. insanity. All right. The uh, Also, there's this other crazy thing in here. So we talked about this when it came to uh, teachers unions, thing like that. There's something called the fair share agreement. The union, uh, if you are a representative for the employees, uh, for the employer, 
in some states, you're not forced to join the union, but they can have you still pay fees to the union because you benefit from what the union does for all of the other employees. So if you want to say, I want to opt out of the union, but everyone else is unionized at your place of work, then you benefit from the fact that the union is doing what it does at that workplace. So this is essentially going to end the right for people to opt out of that also. So we just talked about people being able to opt out of specific unions. It actually overrides the states who say that if you want to opt out and not pay towards it, that you don't have to. So it's essentially going to come in and override that whole thing and force you to, if there, if there is a union representing employees at your workplace, you're going to have to join it. You're, you're just going to have to. Here's the Here's the thing that they're worried about with it. So they say 28 states have passed laws that prohibit unions employers from requiring fair share fees from workers who benefit from the representation but are not members of the union. This is what the Democrats are very worried about. Yeah. These laws create a free rider problem where individuals enjoy the benefits without paying any of the costs. <laughs> they have to stop that. The Democrats are very concerned about stopping what is called the free rider problem where people enjoy benefits without paying any of the costs. Can we end the Just show right there? Can we end the show right second. there? Do we have to do anything else? <laughs> okay. They sound like Republicans. <clears throat> the pro, the pro <clears throat> it's insane. No, read that again. I don't think people got that. The free, this, these laws create where you allow people to opt out. Those laws create a free rider problem where individuals enjoy the benefits without paying any of the costs, what? which shifts the costs of the free riders onto the shoulders of the co-workers who join the union and pay the dues. <laughs> Does that happen anywhere else? I've never heard of it before. <laughs> never heard of this ever happening before. So that happened Does, that I mean, so, somewhere else. This is... <sighs> I could have waited for dumb bleep for this. This is a dumb bleep right here. <laughs> so good. Now, what's crazy is that they're okay with words like this when it comes to protecting a union who's mm. trying to get their dues. But if you so say... put it in their pockets. If you were a Republican who said, well, we have a free rider problem where some people are paying taxes and some people aren't, but they're still benefiting from the taxes that everyone else is paying. Oh, that's where else it happens. Oh. <laughs> Taxation. Tax uh, yeah. 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 I, I knew it rang some kind of bell. Man. <laughs> but when, it when it's coming to... This is the ultimate dumbbell. When it's coming to labor laws, they're very worried about people enjoying benefits without paying any of the yeah. costs. And, and then, then shouldering those costs on the people who are paying the union dues. Taxation creates a free rider problem. Tweet. <laughs> yeah. The pro, the pro act would outlaw millions of existing jobs with the stroke of the president's pen. It would make illegal any independent contractor arrangement where the worker provides services within the usual course of the business of the employer, meaning jobs like Uber drivers, DoorDash, Instacart, and more would not exist as we know them. There are roughly 10.6 million independent contractors in the U.S., accounting for 7% of all employment. Some of these workers might not be affected by the law. Some others might get hired on as full-time, but there's little doubt that millions more will find themselves unemployed. And we don't have to go through the rest of it. I mean, this is, this is obvious. They did this in California, one of the most liberal states. It, they're going back and forth with who can be the most liberal between them and New York. 
and they passed AB5, and then they ended up voting to get rid of it because it was affecting people so negatively that they voted to essentially allow the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers to be independent contractors still because they saw that it was a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. So now they're talking about doing this from the top, from the federal government, and even inside the law, it nullifies the state's ability. It overrides the state's ability to allow people to opt out of unions, do things like this. Uh, 70% of this bill are rules for people joining unions and being inside of unions. Now, I wonder... I wonder what it's like if you um, if you have your own corporation, um, because essentially, like our our business, our healthcare business is a independent contractor business. Like we take on clients and perform normal business work for them, but they they don't pay me; they pay the company. Yeah, like they pay Paradexo, which is our healthcare company. That's what they pay. So I wonder if you have like a company that provides services, like coding services, if you can get around get around it that we'll have to pass the bill to see what's in it honestly yeah yeah that's what we're gonna have i'm just to trying do. to think because you know there's always this obviously this is a terrible idea and we can talk about that but if it if it happens what's our responsibility how can you work your way around it um if this happens nationwide so i'm just trying to think okay maybe that's an option where maybe we help people set up their llcs or anything like that and that then when they when they go to get work when they're pulling when they're getting clients rather than you know getting paid as an independent contractor, you're paying the business to perform that service and the business is sending its employees. So you just make yourself an employee of the business. And so now you're still doing the same work, getting the same pay, but you're working your way around a garbage law like this. Yeah. The, at, at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not people find workarounds, a lot of people are not going to find the work, they'll find some, but there'll be a lot of people who lose the ability to drive for Uber. I say this every time we talk about it. I drove for Uber for, I don't know, a year or so. It was my main source of income for a while. I didn't mind doing it, really. I felt like I was performing a needed service for the people who I was giving rides to. And I made sure I gave them bottles of water and gum and all kinds of stuff like that. Took care of them. Out of your own pocket. And if I would have had to have been an employee of Uber and I would have had to have a schedule and specific times I had to work, I would have never done it. I, there's no there's mm -hmm. no way i ain't gonna do it man there's a lot of people who need this it, it, it's just they don't think about that they well first off this is something that just unions who pay for these people's campaigns are getting them to push forward well, of course first off because they don't care what happens from this at all the unions only benefit from this that's that's really all that happens and the unions are big supporters of people on the left so that's exactly what's happening the right union, now the union guy from new york is in there like check <laughs> Chuck, listen, there's a bunch of free riders here, Chuck. What am I supposed to do about the, all these free riders here? Pass something. So they have to pay the dues. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And um, and that's it. All right, guys. Charlie rolls. Charlie's very sorry, as usual, but he's got a hard stop today. So a 35-minute episode today, that just flew by. Mm. Make sure you go to Run Your Mouth Coffee. That's R-Y-M Coffee. Dot com and use the promo code good morning so they know that we sent you that's right <laughs> and also go to mastermystonks.com mastermystonks.com if you are interested in getting involved in the trading world maybe you want to a few stonks run up uh 200 300 500 percent today had Lots some crazy opportunities moves. really crazy i alerted it in the discord i just got a new broker today and i didn't have it set up properly but i i said in the discord hey i'm watching 
uh, ANCN or whatever it was. And everyone made money but you. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, yeah, thanks, Nate. Thanks, Nate. And I was like, F you guys. I wasn't able to get in on it. But I the thing so bad for you. The thing went from 640 all the way up to 1020 or 1030, something like that. I mean, you're talking about a 60 something percent move in a span of 20 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. that it did. It was insane. Anyway, these situations happen every single day. So if you didn't hit it today, don't worry. There'll be another one tomorrow. So you want to go to mashamystocks.com. Use the promo code SAVE20 to get 20% off. And the rest of you in the class, including me, congratulations. Uh, we all did hit it. You're welcome. So. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to pour salt in your mm-hmm, wound. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm just, you know, yeah. pouring it around the surface. Sign up for patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty so you can be part of the live show. Join the Discord. Chat with us. Send us gifts. It's really, really fun, and we absolutely love it. So That's gifts, G-I-F. You don't yeah. have to send us gifts. You can send us gifts, too, <laughs> but uh, a gift is just fine. Yeah. Uh, what does that stand for? I don't remember. I have no idea. Generated whatever. <laughs> send, send us uh, sign up patreon.com slash good morning liberty it's only five bucks a month folks and if you sign up for the whole year you save 15 percent uh several people signing up in the last few days so make sure you get in before we raise the price we've been talking about raising the price forever now and i think i'm just going to decide one day to do it so you don't know when that day is coming so sign up right now patreon.com slash good morning liberty it's only five bucks a month then you get to vote on dumb bleep of the week as well so patreon.com slash good morning liberty share the show with a friend share it with an enemy Share it with your loved ones and your hated ones. Leave us that rating and review if you guys do all that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard.